Welcome to Group Talk, a podcast conversation from the Small Group Network, focusing on topics relevant to small groups ministries. Whether you're in a church of 100 or 10,000, whether you are a volunteer or staff, we want to support, encourage, and equip you to lead well. So relax and listen to today's program. Welcome to Group Talk, one podcast featuring two unique shows. Hey, everyone. Derek here, along with your other co-host in crime, Steve Gladen. Hey, everybody. Good to not see you, but <laughs> but kind of near you. Steve, how are you feeling these days? Has your uh, vaccine taken effect yet? Yeah. I mean, my vaccine's working. You know, I'm, I'm no longer, you know, positive, exciting. You know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I mean... The only thing I'm trying to work on is keep social distance from my refrigerator. Uh, <laughs> it is just, it's brutal, man. I tell you, I do like 800 steps a day and 400 are to the refrigerator. So That makes two of us. Yeah, it's like, it's it's the refrigerators there all day, 24-7, but then the gym's closed too. Well, I mean, was the gym ever opened? Did you see my hard bod before all this? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> So how many crossword puzzles do you do per day now during this quarantine? Uh, I'm not even sure what a crossword puzzle is, man. I tell you, <laughs> you, you know me and my learning stuff. You know, I'm, I'm not looking for more words. I'm looking for less words and, and than that. So, but I just figured you I, didn't have a whole lot going on these days. Nothing, so, nothing. You know. I mean, taking 9,000 groups virtual, that's a piece of cake, you know, starting centralized groups, piece of cake, you know. Hey, quarantine life is helping us as a family to think of doing exciting new things together. Uh, something we did for the first time over the weekend is we went and bought some firewood and we actually lit a fire in our little condo fireplace. And I felt like we were on the set of ha- Little you, House on the Prairie. You were roughing it. I, th- I thought I was waiting. I was so waiting for you to tell me you went down to a fire pit at the beach and did it. Uh, but most of the beaches are closed here in Southern California. Actually, all of them are. So uh, yeah, you'd have to start it. Uh, Better than in your living room, so keep it in the fireplace. (laughs) So despite all the craziness in the world right now, Steve, uh, we know God's doing some big, amazing things just in the Saddleback world that we're aware of. Why don't you share some of those? Yeah, I mean, it's it's really been, you know, God has really opened the floodgates in so many different ways. Uh, We we are running more groups uh, decentralized than we ever have before. Uh, it's been wonderful seeing a lot of people in our older communities just jumping in. Uh, we had to start some centralized groups. Uh, those of you that in the physical days, these would be large groups, small groups. You'd come into the church, into the auditorium, or into a room with round tables and run large groups, small group. Well, we're doing that virtually right now through Zoom breakouts. We're offering, we, we were starting out with just one or two a day. And we've had to ramp it up because before Easter, we had like 750 people sign up. Uh, Rick pitched it during his message at Easter, had another uh, almost 1,400 people sign up for these things. Uh, They're just large groups, small groups. So, I mean, that's just one rocking stat that is there. And even my own parents who live up in the Northwest, uh, and they their church is not promoting, you know, like online groups. And so they were pumped to join one of our saddle pack online centralized groups. And they had the time of their lives, met people from all over the country, actually, 
who are in this online small group. We have 16 of, of some volunteers, some staff that are hosting these large group and breaking them up. And through the Zoom breakouts, the feedback we're getting is that the number one thing that they love is the breakouts. And we've been hearing your emails that you've been sending into uh, group talk at saddleback.com. Our next podcast is all going to be about troubleshooting and overcoming the obstacles of these centralized uh large groups, small groups that, that we got going. But some other things that have happened, Rick did a global prayer thing that we invited everybody in the network to. 1.2 million people watched it in over 12 different languages uh, around the globe, which wow. was just exciting to see that prayer happening. Uh, we've been doing over uh, about every month, we're doing um, food uh, bank pop-ups uh, I think that I, I don't know the language, Derek. I'm sure you've got it more dialed in than than me. I think that's it. Food bank pop-ups. Yeah. So distribution. It, yeah, the distribution centers. And we've uh, been feeding about, uh, since COVID uh, happened, about 34,000 uh, people have been getting fed uh, for the week. And so just exciting to see what God's doing. Uh, some of our campuses that didn't have uh, food banks have launched them and we've been doing these pop-ups and it's just been an amazing thing to uh, see what God has brought through that. So in the midst of, and like so many of your churches, in the midst of, you know, things uh, going dark and people struggling with things, uh, the church has seen more people, uh, our whole family who are not followers of Christ at their homes watch the Easter services. Wouldn't do it before, but boy, they sure wanted to do it now. And so it's just been incredible. And uh, uh, so that's been exciting for us. And another cool stat that you just alluded to is uh, about 2,400 plus people gave their lives to Christ by watching our online services. Yeah. And it's it, it's been special. I mean, it's uh, still some stats are coming in from different channels and stuff like that. Uh, those are the people that we know that filled out a card and, uh, you know, told us. And so it's it's just exciting. It's exciting to see the the doors that God has opened in the midst of a tough time. And so, but at the same time, we, uh, as we transition to uh, what this podcast is, is about, uh, just one of the great things that, you know, in talking with Rick in our elder meeting, and he shared it with our staff, is that it's just a good thing to highlight right now is that, we, we are going through two epidemics right now. One is COVID-19, which is the, the disease side of the epidemic. But the other ed- epidemic that is going to be following us for a while, and that's why we're going to keep these special podcasts rolling about COVID uh, issues that we're encountering, is because the second uh, epidemic is the one that we're dealing with in the church. And that is that People are going to be mourning a lot of things, uh, not being able to go to weddings, not being able to have their weddings. Uh, my daughter uh, got her graduation canceled. She's mourning that. Uh, I'm I'm mourning saving money, not flying out to it. Uh, <laughs> she's going to kill me for that one. Uh, but uh, people are mourning that they've had loved ones that die and they can't be at the funerals. Uh, they they've had people that. Um, you know, are just going through major tragedies and they can't be there. There's all kinds of different things that people are mourning, the loss of jobs, uh, the loss of just being in isolation and, and trying to figure this out. So the reason why we're seeing such a wave in the area of connection and community, uh, both to Christ and to the church, is because of all this second wave of a, of a pandemic. And as we know that medical science got the word disease from two words that were dis 
And, and that's what we're doing with there's a dis-ease that's happening in the COVID side of it that, you know, you know, keeping uh, a lot of the states are locked down and uh, shelter in place. There's many different things that are going throughout our country, wherever you're listening at that or around the world. But also there's the dis-ease that is happening in our social environment. And that's why we have got to do our job. We have got to stay on pace and we have got to stay alert to be able to push through and help those that are that are going through this dis-ease in the social environments that uh, this is bringing on us. So we got to stay sharp and stay focused. So we want to jump into 20 things that your small groups can do virtually now together because now we are in the online virtual world. So Steve, kick us off with number one. Yeah. And let, kind of, no shock. I mean, these are built off our paradigm uh, of what our end in mind is. So we got four on fellowship, four on discipleship, four on serving, four on evangelism, four on worship. And so believe it or not, these are things your small group can do today, today, right now and do it. So let me uh, kick off on the fellowship side and I guess I'll do play-by-play, and Derek, if you want to, you can add some Keller commentary. I've got a few things I want to say about some things. But in the area of fellowship, you know, one of the things that you can do just to build fellowship is uh, check in with each other outside the formal time. And we've said it before, you know, my group has been meeting now uh, offline for four weeks now, and we've had perfect attendance every time. But what makes it more exciting for us is when we're connecting with each other, uh, you know, uh, we have five couples and so we're connecting, you know, couple to couple and things like that, or, uh, gender to gender, uh, individually, but is checking in with each other throughout the week before it even happens and make, you know, just connecting that way. So I was on the receiving end of one of our group members checking in with me this week, which was kind of cool. Oh, that's awesome. And he was like, how you doing, Derek? And we were talking and he knows we have a four year old daughter. And so he says, Hey, would you guys like a bike for uh, you know a, a little child? Yes, we would love one. And so we we were blessed with a, a nice bike for Azariah. And so I was out there teaching her how to ride this thing a little bit. And so, uh, but it was cool. It was totally informal, just checking in, getting blessed. Love oh, it. That's awesome. Number two, you can do a game night uh, if if you there's a uh, there's a number of things you can do. There's a house party app. Uh, that is very conducive for games that, that are available with that. Uh, charades, Pictionary, uh, the, the, those are simple things you don't have to buy. If you got Steam accounts, uh, those in the gamer world would know what that's all about. But you can buy Uno, you can buy different card games that uh, you can do uh, through Zoom and through different things that uh, allow you to do this virtually. But do a game night. Do something out of the ordinary that builds fellowship and builds memories in a special way. Number three is uh, send a note of encouragement. Now, this is one of the things that with everything getting slowed up so much and everyone's digital, this is a great opportunity to do something very old-fashioned and send snail mail. Start to send letters, start to send notes of encouragement. It doesn't have any, be anything big because I tell you, you know, one of the most exciting things I get to do in my day is check the mail. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to it, looking forward to it. And after the mail comes, then it's like, wah, wah, wah. so send a note of encouragement through the mail. 
And what did 20 Love say at Lobby 2020? I think he said something like, uh, handwritten notes take the least amount of time but produce the biggest result. Yeah, Tony Love just crushed it on that. Have we posted that talk yet or – it's coming. It's coming. That's a that's a right answer with that. But Tony Love talked about stacking, did a great job. And that's a quote that's got to be said one more time, Derek. Say it one more time. He said, uh, handwritten notes take the least amount of time, but produce the biggest results. And uh, from all, I mean, I know three people down at the Buffini company. They have all sent me notes. They have all been engaging with me. And I'm just feeling like, oh my gosh, I've, I've got a realtor already. So Number four, number four, uh, you can have fun uh, doing uh, quarantine memes. Uh, so you can create your own memes, find and share your own memes, maybe before the start of your study uh, with that. One of our groups uh, did what they call the quarantine nicknames that they use for the groups. And that is you start with how you're feeling plus the last thing you ate from your cupboard. I love it. Okay, Derek. So how are you feeling? One word. Happy. Happy. All right. Happy. And what was the last thing you ate out of your cupboard? I know you took out of my cupboard at my office, but <laughs> out of your home, what was the last thing you How took out? How about the last thing I took out of my snack bag? Okay. That last thing. That Beautiful. A meat stick. A meat stick. So <laughs> I, this turned into a very PG-13, Ray, but Derek would be happy meat stick. <laughs> and so. Let me guess yours. <laughs> Hungry schnitzel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So those are four quick things you could do in the area of fellowship. Be creative. Send your things into us at uh, grouptalk at smallgroupnetwork.com. And we'd love to hear some of the things. Let's go on to discipleship. Discipleship. So the next one, uh, this would be number five, is Journey with Jesus Tour. Yeah, there's an app that we have called the Journey with Jesus, and it's actually a 3D uh, app. You can get it in each one of the, any of your, where you get you, your apps from, but Journey with Jesus, and it's got a 3D piece to it. And so that'd be a, an exciting thing for your group to do in the area of discipleship. Number six, memorize a verse together. Okay. Hey, like uh, one of the great simple ones, and you can use this to, you know, help your your, your peeps uh, understand, you know, uh, what they're going through. But like Psalm uh, 9419, it says, when doubts fill my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. Simple verse, very short. But, you know, you can memorize a verse, a memorize a verse and just put that one out there. And it's always speaking to people. And it says, you know, Psalm 94, 19, when doubts fill my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. Tell me who doesn't need to memorize that in this goofy time at where, Derek, where's the address? What address? Psalms. Psalm 91. 9419. There you go. Whew, man, you, you, go. you're sweating. I saw right, well, I was gonna, sweat. I was going to ask you, does John 1135 count as a verse to memorize? Uh, that's true. But who wants to weep right now? Jesus <laughs> wept. Yeah, well, good job. That you're, you're standing strong. What's next? Take us to number seven, which is fast a meal together for the pandemic. And I know this one's probably your favorite. Yeah. I mean, uh, believe it or not, I've done a, a number of fasts. But one of the things you could work in the area of discipleship is you could fast a meal. You could fast social media. You could fast the news. You can fast a number of different things. But uh, start out small and just do, you know, one meal or one hour of news or something like that. But uh, you you want to take that through and um, – 
take it a different way and how, how you can do that. So, you know, fast a meal together. And then we have number eight, which is have each person come to the group with one question that each member can share. And such as? Potential questions, uh, you know, might include like, what is one goal you'd like to achieve this year? Or what is one fear you have? Yeah. So there's two sides to that because there's there's both the the forward thinking. And, and that is, you know, a lot of times in this pandemic, people are, are getting stuck in the here and now and they're not looking forward. And this, this will end someday, but we've got to keep pushing forward. And so what's a goal that you want to do? What's uh, something you want to go? Now, the flip side question is in the here and now. And, you know, it's it's focusing on you know what's a fear what's something we can pray about with with each one of us so happy over there has uh, no fears can't say your last name but <laughs> happy over there is just you know staying right there happy meat stick yes all right on to serving which would be number nine uh, COVID that, that math was kind of tough for you right there wasn't it. <laughs> I did it these was. all as four on on setting up the notes. We'll put the notes for you in the uh, in Thanks the show, for not numbering in, in, in the show notes and everything. So Derek's having to he's getting experienced by nine. Number nine, number nine. COVID nine. A COVID put a COVID note on the door of the elderly, and you tell us about this picture. Yeah. So in the show notes, there's a great little photo. Uh, post this in the fall, so small group uh, network, Facebook group, that it's probably so buried right now because of all the traffic we've had on that thing. But it's very simple. It's just a quick note you can put in there. Hi, my name is. I, I, I live locally at this address, and here's my phone number. If you're isolated due to COVID-19, uh, I can help with, and it, you can pick up shopping. You can do a friendly phone call. You can uh, post uh, mail for them and take care of that. You can get urgent supplies. It's just it's just something a note that you can put on everyone's door that that may be elderly that could use this, and it's just great. Uh, someone in the Facebook group, you know, took this and made a better one, a cleaner one. But in the show notes, you'll see an example there. But it's a great serving project your small group could do by posting that around their neighborhood to serve and, and help out with each other. And does the note card have a space for their credit card information? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm Knowing how giving you all are, Derek, you don't need that. So you'll just go ahead and do it. Number 10, have your group do care calling uh, for those over 60, 60 years old. Yeah. And part of this is just, you know, uh, and it could be care calling for anybody, but most churches are calling through all those are, that are north of 60. Uh, contrary to what Derek says, I wouldn't be on that list. Uh, but, you know, it is a, it's a great thing where you can do, you don't have to wait for your church. You could uh, kind of uh, do that on your own and just, you know, start care calling the people in your church that you know. And that's been an amazing ministry we've started here at Saddleback literally overnight when all this hit was the care calling ministry. And I've jumped on and, and called several people. Man, it's so rewarding to see how touched people are yeah. by having a staff member call or a church member call another church member just say, hey, we're thinking about you. We're praying for you. I mean, these people are crying on the phone. It means so much. And so that's a powerful thing. Yeah, Oops. I tell you, I, I've, I've been blessed. I've called a number of people and these are all north of 70. And they were all plugged into groups and they were all telling me about game nights they were doing. And I'm just like going, oh my goodness, you're, you're north of seven. I talked to one lady who is north of 80 and uh, she was sewing masks. Uh, their group, their small group wow. was making masks for people. And I'm just like going, good Lord. I mean, those, those of us that are having problems, we, we, we need just to dial into to who these folks are. 
Okay, number 11 is do a food drive in each member's neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, you can put something up at the mailbox and just be able to say, hey, we're doing a food drive. I know for our food drives are going, you know, and I was so appreciative that they told us this, but we're, we were short on three things. It was uh, spaghetti sauce. It was cereal and help me make up something brownies? else. Brownies, yeah. That's what we were short on. But, you know, it, it's these, these, subs, these things that – uh, different food pantries need or the, your church would need. But you could do a food drive in your neighborhood very simply just with five or six homes and to see if they, they would want to donate to it. And they're just probably have it and but don't want to drive down to the church, don't want to leave their house or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so you had a link for people to check out regarding uh, how they might do a food drive? Uh, not on the food drive side of it, but this is uh, for people who may be out of work. And at the Saddlebacks Works, uh, if you go to saddleback.com forward slash works, uh, we have some great resources there. But one of the great resources we have in the uh, online resources tab, if you go to our Workplace Ministries website, is job loss. And there's tips for caring for people in job loss. So one of the great ways you can serve people is to serve them by, uh, you know, giving them some resources uh, that are there. So that was number 12, Wow! if my math is correct. Three times four, that's 12. You almost got me there. I know. We're moving on to evangelism. So that would be what number? Number 13, baby. Oh, here we go. Hey, this is a great website. We'll put this in the show notes too for you. But I stumbled across it. it, it, it now, it's a little creeper, I, I must confess, but I, I, I'm using it now. Uh, those of you that know my story, I love mapping my neighborhoods. I love doing this. This is a virtual way to do it. And if you go to um, uh, blesseveryhome.com, that's bless. It looks like they're, yeah, blesseveryhome.com. And uh, we'll put that in the show notes. Uh, but you can sign up and do an account. And I was shocked uh, when I looked at my neighborhood. They give you the name, a first and last name of every person, every one of your neighbors. And you can, you can scan it out and go past your neighborhood and everything like that. So it is just a great resource. And you, you have a way to check there. Hey, I've gotten to know them or I haven't. I've gotten, I've been praying for them daily or I haven't, and or I've led them to Christ. And uh, one of the fun things is I've been using this in my own neighborhood. So um, that's blesseveryhome.com, and you can pray for your neighbors. And if you don't know who to pray for, they're going to tell you. Uh, and I was wow. shocked at how how accurate it was. And I thought I was bad flying my drone kind of around the neighborhood, but here you're creeping on people with this <laughs> website. Dude, it's like, I don't know how public I want to make it, but you know, it is one of those things where it helps you pray for your neighbors. All right. Number 14, share a non-believer close to you that needs to know Jesus. Yeah. Now we, we always go back to 1 Corinthians 3, 6, and we know that some plant, some water, some harvest. And so you may not feel comfortable sharing the gospel with them uh, because you don't have a relationship with them. Because remember, only your friends come to know Jesus. But this is a great, uh, just heads up that there are more people seeking Christ in a special way. My brother-in-law texted me Saturday night. He saw Rick on CNN with Anderson Cooper, and I forgot the doctor's name, uh, but uh, Rick was on there, and I didn't know that um, my brother-in-law was watching it, but he just texted me and said, Rick Warren is awesome. <laughs> and uh, he must have taped it because it was just on a, it wasn't on the day it aired, 
But I just said, hey, you know, wh- where's that coming from? And I sent him a link to our Easter service, and he watched it. And so, I, I mean, I don't know what God did through that moment, but my the point is that people are more open than you think. And so this is a great opportunity that, you know, you can just check in with people, but you you have to decide, are you planting, are you watering, or is the Lord asking you to lead this person to the Lord? And Derek, I think you had a one that happened this past Easter too. Yeah, very similar. So my wife has been a nanny for a family in our neighborhood for over a year now, and these people um, immigrated, migrated from India, amazing family, uh, don't know Christ, but she's just been able to love them, plant seeds uh, in their lives. And so, you know, they're very open uh, through this whole crisis. They've been really dealing with fear and what's happening in the world and fear of sickness. And so Julie's been able to just speak life and peace over them. Long story short, she really invited them, hey, I'd love for you to watch our online service with me this weekend. I'm watching it at this time. Could you guys tune in? Here's the link. The whole family watches uh, the service and, you know, they said they felt, uh, you know, the presence of God basically during worship and they heard Rick's message. And long story short, they text her, hey, we uh, we prayed that prayer and we were just like jumping off the couch. I mean, my goodness, if that doesn't get you excited, I mean, that's because, you know, Derek and Julie, actually Julie, uh, has, has been working the neighborhood planting seeds. She's a little evangelist that runs around. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's just exciting to, to see what happens. All right, Derek, what's the number? All right. So now number 16, baby, which is a mailbox invite. This is awesome. You have got to check out the picture in the show notes. This is one of the best mailbox invites I have ever seen in my life. Uh, but it was there's two parts to it. One, there was a box of donuts that uh, he left out there. And uh, this was one of our college groups. And he, on top of this, you know, those multi-mailbox, he lives in an apartment complex. He left a box of donuts up there. Uh, I'm sure he spaced them out so they were all six feet apart or something like that. But he left the donuts up there. He said, hey, take a donut for free. And then he had a great sign that uh, was, hey, if you're not busy, tune in to Saddleback.com and listen to Pastor Rick. I mean, he had a lot better than that. You can look at the picture, but a picture does tell a thousand uh, words. And it was just an amazing evangelistic piece right there. Cost him, you know, a dozen donuts, or maybe the box was a little bit larger. So he had a few more. But my point is, is that what a way to reach out because who is not busy and just needs to, to see that link? Yeah, I love it. Tempting people with donuts to get them to watch church online. Brilliant. I I know. It was, you know, I don't know (laughs) if they were going to take a donut, but I mean, they may take the, the gospel instead. All right, we are on to our last category, which is worship. And number 17 comes in at do a communion uh, for one online group meeting. Yeah, so uh, just have your group do communion periodically. That's a one act of worship that you can do uh, that you and your group can can focus on. I know for our group, uh, you know, obviously on Good Friday, just passed a a little while ago, uh, we actually just, uh, we focused on what was a Jesus story we knew? And all 10 of us shared a Jesus story. It was very powerful, uh, took longer than we thought, uh, and then we did communion. But you can mix it up, and you don't have to wait a couple, you don't have to wait for Good Friday to do communion in your small group. You can do it, you know, as often as you want. 
Uh, you know, if you want to stay biblical, do your do it on Thursday night with your group. You know, that's what Jesus did. Uh, but the the point is, take the step and uh, orchestrate communion, and just don't focus on taking the bread, taking the juice, reading. You know, First Corinthians eleven. But take it a little deeper, and we've done a, a lot of different things. Uh, you know, one of the things you can do is during before you take the bread, you can share where you're broken, and pray for every person in the group, That's and good. then then when you share the cup, you know, be able to share your story, your three minute story, uh, because some people don't know what three minutes is, but you know, they'll take it longer. But you can, you have the. My point is, you have the ability to take the time to make communion very meaningful uh, in in your small group. So good. Number 18, do a prayer session or break into uh, sections during your online group to pray together. Yeah. And this is, you know, we, we've touted and we, we, we own no stock in Zoom, but Zoom has a breakout and you can, you know, for, for groups, you can do it by gender and just do a breakout and let them pray with that. You know, we have five couples and just, you know, five guys in one breakout and five women in the other. And, and it works really uh, clean and, and pure. But the point is, is you want to break it up for prayer. And you may just want to say, hey, you know, if you want to go more, um, you know, low tech, you can, you know, you can do Duo or FaceTime, uh, depending on which device platform you're on. And you can, you know, just say, hey, group's going to end, but for our prayer time, so-and-so will call so-and-so, so-and-so will call so-and-so, and you'll FaceTime together and you can do prayer that way. And a quick uh, resource for you, if you're using Zoom and you have a little bit larger group, we created a, a new video tutorial on how to use Zoom breakout rooms. It's actually a really cool resource uh, that was a recording of our staff meeting, uh, Saddleback doing it. And we tell you how to use Zoom breakout rooms and we actually show you what it's like to start with the large group and then be transferred into your different breakouts and what they look like inside and then be transferred back. So just search for that on our YouTube channel. It's also um, on our Small Group Network uh, COVID-19 page. Yeah, and that's a great resource of catching all where all of our COVID-19 uh, resources are. It's, it's forward slash COVID-19, no dash in there. Number 19 is do a night of worship. Share a worship song or video. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, we've done this in our small group before, uh, but you can, then we did this pre, pre-COVID, pre but you can uh, share a song or a, a worship video and just enjoy that. You know, like I said, there's 10 people in our group, 10 songs. Dude, that's a group meeting right there. But you get to see the different ways people like to express worship and ideas. Uh, if you if you feel real comfortable, and that Derek's musically talented, so he could actually play guitar and sing, and and they could do theirs that way, or at least he could in his group. Uh, I don't know what el everybody else could do. Actually, Julie can sing too; she could do it. But uh, my point is, is that worship doesn't mean you got to sing in your group. But worship is a vertical connection, and you could watch uh, some different worship um, video segments. And that's exactly what our uh, small group did last week. Uh, when we gathered was we took, you know, five minutes and we picked one of these songs that the Saddleback worship team was doing in the weekend broadcast. And we put that on, they shared the screen and we worshiped with it. It was really cool. Oh, awesome. Number 20, last but not least. Are you sure it's 20? I'm pretty sure. I, I think you were four, just on, you're on 18. You sure eight, it's not 19? <laughs> number 20, number 20, uh, do an emotional wellness worksheet. And again, in your, in the, uh, show notes that we have for you is uh, this PDF of a, um, it's an emotional wellness worksheet. 
it gives some great uh, tips. Um, it's two pages, but it has some great tips on just helping you with your, your uh, emotional wellness. I love one of the podcasts that uh, is coming up real soon. Actually, it may already be aired. I'm not sure when this one airs, but um, uh, Carolyn uh, uh, and uh, Chris Surratt, if I've got a Carolyn Takeda and Chris Surratt are doing a podcast on, you know, how do you deal with, you know, this emotional pieces of everyone, you know, facing the screen all the time. And they give some great practical tools on, you know, just the emotional health of, yeah. you know, people facing the screen all the time. This this worksheet goes a little bit broader into a number of different areas in your life, but it's something that you could print out, send to your group and be able to just have them fill it out before a group meeting, or you could spend your group time talking about it and just get the, the feedback on, on how that feels. So those are my 20 things that you could do in a virtual group right now. Now, don't do all 20 at this point in time. But, you know, just, you know, understand there are 20 things that any group could do. You can give them to your group leaders. Uh, you can take the show notes that we have and send them to them. And it'd be a great resource uh, for you to be the hero. And you just put your name at the top and uh, just say, look how cool I am. You know, I'm pretty proud. We didn't just give five things or 10 or 15. We gave 20 things that groups can do now. I tell you, it's, 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 it's worth that. So anyways, we uh, love that you're uh, catching us during this uh, very tumultuous time all through the world. Uh, praying for you guys. Thrilled that you can uh, jump on this podcast with that. You got ideas or, or things. Derek, well, who should they email? Email talk at smallgroupnetwork.com. And a quick reminder, like Steve said earlier, stay, stay up to date with all of our COVID-19 small group resources by bookmarking smallgroupnetwork.com forward slash COVID-19. You'll see all of our blog articles, podcasts. We just had a great new resource hot off the press today from Reed Smith, one of our great bloggers, mm. uh, about how to better connect groups using the version Bible app. Ooh, I like that. And then David Grigg, uh, he recently wrote last week a great article, Eight Icebreakers for Online Groups. Wow. How do you know it's last week? They may be listening to this like three months from now. Well, we'll edit that part out. Okay. We'll just go with that. But we got all these great resources, all the fun for you guys. Have a uh, safe time. Take this very, very serious. But also know that uh, our job is just beginning because – they will find a cure for the disease part of it, but there's disease that we're going to be dealing with on the social side. So let's stay together. Keep your ideas flowing on the Facebook group and also send your ideas into us so we can tackle them and uh, make everybody a hero and a winner. We love you guys. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, Small Group Network family. Jason Banzoff here, Group Talk producer and Small Group Network creative arts director. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Steve and Derek for that great episode. Now, before we go, let's talk about a few things. With COVID-19 being a big conversation around small groups and churches, we have specific resources for you. Stay up to date with all of our COVID-19 small group resources by bookmarking smallgroupnetwork.com slash COVID-19, where you can find all the articles, videos, and podcasts. Also, if you're on Facebook, join our dynamic Facebook group community that has now surpassed 4,500 members and gleaned from the thousands of small group ministry ideas, interactions, and questions and answers found there. 
And lastly, accelerate the health and growth of your group ministry in 2020 by attending one of our upcoming Accelerate workshops. Accelerate Portland is coming June 9th and 10th, and Accelerate SoCal is coming July 13th through the 15th. Visit smallgroupnetwork.com slash events for more information. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Group Talk, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Group Talk. We invite you to subscribe to the podcast through iTunes and get new episodes downloaded automatically. Also, if you enjoy this program, please take a few minutes to give us a positive rating on iTunes so that other small group point people can find us more easily. We encourage you to visit our website at smallgroupnetwork.com to access our library of free resources, connect to a huddle with other small group ministry leaders in your area, read our blog articles, or join us on our Facebook group. Don't forget to use the hashtag SGNet when engaging with your social media channels. Thank you for your support.